Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take their businesses to the next level. Join us as we chat with green industry leaders to discover best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. What's up, fam? Welcome back to the show. I am Paul, and today we're going to interview Michael Bedell from Michigan. Michael has a landscaping company, and he also does snow removal. That's a very popular combination up north, and so Michael's going to dive into the details of what it takes to do that profitably. Thank you to today's show sponsors, Echo and the Hardscape Academy and Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. We appreciate our sponsors and always encourage you to support those who support the green industry podcast that make this content available for us. Our show is Monday through Friday as we talk about how to build a profitable lawn care and landscaping company. Well, on Saturday, November 7th in Note by Michigan, Brian Fullerton is having his Launchpreneur Academy live event. So we're going to hear a quick word about that and then get into our interview with Michael Bedell. This industry's largest peer-to-peer lead training event is just around the corner. And if you guys are ready to bump it up a notch and lay the foundation for an incredibly successful 2021, then Entrepreneur Academy Live 2020 is an absolute must-attend event. Entrepreneur Academy Live. The fun takes place November 7th in Novi, Michigan at the Suburban Collection Showplace. This year, we have six amazing speakers, including Nick Carlson, Caleb and Brittany Allman, Corey Ballard, Jeff Joyner, Keith Calvis, and Stanley Genetic. This all-day-long exclusive conference focuses on safety training, sales training, and features live panels and demos as well. You definitely don't want to miss out. Refocus, regroup, and re-engage with us this fall at Entrepreneur Academy Live 2020. We're so excited to host you guys in Novi, Michigan and help propel your business to the next level. Hotels and event registration information can all be found at LawEntrepreneurAcademy.com and in today's show notes. And follow along as the excitement builds with the Instagram hashtag LAL2020. See you November 7th. Michael Bedell, what's up, my friend? Oh, another beautiful day in Michigan paradise here. How about you, Paul? Well, I think we have different uh, definitions of paradise because we were just talking off air. I'm fixing to go down to the pool a little bit, and uh, you probably got a hoodie on, huh? You know, I admittedly have a sweatshirt on right now. It's uh, it's beautiful for fall in Michigan, but that means a high somewhere in the uh, 60 degree range. We might touch 70 degrees uh, today, which is uh, is big news. It was it was in the 50s last week and kind of rainy. So we'll take these last good days while we can get it because uh, the snow is inevitably coming. Yeah, plow that snow and make that dough. So I remember last year at Launchpreneur Academy Live, Jason Creole and I flew up. He's from Alabama. I'm from Georgia. We were so cold. We didn't bring jackets or you know coats or anything like that. I literally remember I was at the pool in Georgia that morning before going to the airport. And uh, so I'm just bracing myself, Michael. We're going to Minnesota for our fall road tour. So I'm sure it's going to be chilly up there. So I'm enjoying the pool. Um, I'm leaving on Thursday. So today's kind of my last day to get some vitamins some Georgia 80 degree weather. So I'm soaking it up. Uh, yeah, I would because I, you're right. I don't think you'll find an 80 degree day in Minnesota. I mean, who knows? It's 2020. So anything is possible. But uh, now I think they're 80 degrees, much like uh, Michigan's 80 degree days are pretty much a thing of the past for 
2020, and we might not see those for another six months. All right. Well, hey, I'm pumped up, man. I got my airline flight to Detroit on Saturday. Well, actually, I'm flying up on Friday, November 6th to go to Entrepreneur Academy. So that'll be crazy because the election's on Tuesday. And then, you know, I'm going from Atlanta to Detroit, which are, you know, historic cities that, you know, have some craziness going on. So who, I just hope everything will be safe and sound. I'll be praying it up. But uh, I'm pumped up to uh, fly up there on Friday. I'm, I think I get there in like two or three in the afternoon and uh, hang out hopefully with you guys on Friday night, do something fun. And then um, Saturday's Launchpreneur Academy all day long. So are you, are you going to bring me some Timmy Hose again or what? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think the order is expanded. Word got out that I brought you Tim Horton. Well, you didn't just year. bring me coffee. Didn't you bring those little donut hole things? I did the Timbits. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I've already been put on notice by Brian, who now is become a coffee drinker himself that uh, uh, we've already say, started talking roles and responsibilities and right out of the gate. He's like, Fidel, Saturday morning, you're bringing the coffee and donuts. You got that on lockdown. I'm like, okay, sounds good. Yeah, so, we, we got to keep those donuts away from Payjack though, man. He, he started <laughs> he started devouring <laughs> those. I was like, hey, where'd the donuts go? You know, but uh, <laughs> the coffee. Without- he, he knows what's up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the coffee was good, man. That was my first time ever having Timmy Hose, and then I was up there for the summer road tour, and Brian spoiled me like crazy, man. Every morning, you know, I come up there, and Timmy or um, Teddy—that's the dog's name, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Teddy's wagging his tail. He just got back from a Tim Hortons run, so it was it was fun. He he, he loves Tim Hortons. Uh, Brian made a little post the other week about how all he has to do is in the morning say, "Teddy, want to go get coffee?" And he, he loses his mind because he knows he's getting a car ride with his dad. And then the, uh, the gals at Tim Hortons think he's a cute dog because he is a cute dog. And he, he uh, you know, puts his cute face on and tries to get an extra Timbit out of him every single time. Yeah, well, man, I'm really looking forward to it. I know Brian put together an all-star lineup with uh, Jeff Joyner, Caleb Allman, Keith Kalfas, Stan Genetic. Who am I missing? Um Nick Carlson from Mulchmate will be there. Caleb and Brittany Allman. Yeah. I'm probably missing some people. I feel, oh, Corey Ballard from Iowa. It's, it's an all-star lineup, man. It's going to be a great, great event, man. I, I'm, I'm already really, really excited for it. Uh, uh, behind the scenes, I kind of got to live through the turmoil of like, is our governor going to let it happen or not happen? And when the uh, ruling, if you will, came down a week or two back that uh, – uh, be all clear to have that many people get together in the state of Michigan. Uh, I've man, I, I've been pumped up. It's, it's allowed me even to just be like more focused in my business. Uh, uh, just cause the, the, I can already feel the energy and it's, it's inspiring. So I, I hope that, uh, you know, you're going, Paul, I, I'm going, obviously you just named that all-star lineup. So I really hope that all your listeners, uh, snag the last few tickets that are available and, come spend a day of fellowship with us and uh, uh, I get to feel the energy that I'm feeling right now and, and uh, allow that to permeate through your business and, and set yourself up for a very, very successful 2021. Right. And it's, it's iron and sharpening iron because there's so much profit and success in that room. Not that we all have just 
figured it out overnight, but you got, you know, Caleb Allman, he's built this thing over 20 years. Corey Ballard, Nick Carlson, these guys have built multiple companies that, you know, there's so much success in the room. It's just rubbing shoulders with Stanley Genetic and Keith Kalfas and Brian and yourself and John Pajak and all these fellows. It just really helps you see the professional side of things that, man, there's so many other business owners out there that treat their business with so much intentionality and so much focus on being profitable. And it just, you just leave the residue of that and you're just so focused and you're, you know, I I always come back from these events, fired up, pumped up, focused, uh, re-energized. And I think with GIE plus Expo in Louisville, Kentucky being postponed till next year, that, that event, man, there were so many people hyped up going for the first year. So I'm just encouraging people, hey, it is unfortunate. I mean, GIE is our Super Bowl. There's nothing like it, but this is another event where we can get together and fellowship and Brian, I mean, God bless him, but because I used to work, Michael, in events um, at the church I used to go to. I, I was involved in the event team and I'm telling sure. you that, and we had a huge team. Like I was just a small piece of the pie. I oversaw all the media and technology of the events, but it was so much going on with the registrations and th- there's so many details that people have no idea because people have asked me before hey man you live in atlanta that'd be perfect why don't you do an event and i'm like no thanks <laughs> like the <laughs> the amount of responsibility and stress and, and it doesn't have to be stress but there's so much that brian and liz are putting in behind the scenes and not not to mention how much money you got to front you know front up you know the 30 40 50 ground even know how much you got to pay for the venue and the down payments and i mean that's his own money he's putting on the line and what if no one shows up you know but i, I know it will show exactly. up exactly uh, <laughs> god bless them for for doing this for our community because it it on the day you go to the event it's so much fun for all of us and we enjoy it and everything looks so effortless and flawless but there's countless hours behind the scenes that we'll never see that you know, Brian and Liz have spent invested so that we can have this opportunity. So if you're able to go, I, I highly recommend going. And I hope, um, Brian hooks me up with like a, like a podcast room in the hallway or in the closet, or, I mean, I don't care where it is. I just, it's going to be fun <laughs> to be able to, to grab guys why they're so excited and, and interview them. Um, to, as kind of a follow-up after the fall tour to do that. So you got me all fired up, Michael. Yeah, it happens. See, Brian and I were talking about this the past couple of days, and now I'm all fired up here, even though the uh, event's a month away. So I think the uh, the energy, it's pretty contagious. So, uh, you know, it's uh, maybe the uh, good type of contagion that we need in 2020 instead of all this coronavirus nonsense. Yep. So it's going to be a, a great time in Novi. And uh, there's only a few tickets left because this thing is with the fire marshals and the way the government's restrictions are, we need to definitely, you know, stick to the rules. And so we can't, you know, overflow the room. It, once the once it's sold out, it's sold out. So make sure you guys uh, get your tickets. Um, Marty will put that link in today's show notes um, just as a reminder. So well, man, what, what else is going on um, with the snow? I, I, I don't like snow. I don't like cold weather. I moved to Georgia to get away from the snow. And so the fact that, let me say this, Michael, there's satisfaction for me of cutting grass, being out in the nice <laughs> 70, 80 degree weather. And just, I just enjoy being outside when it's nice and looking at the stripes and being like, man, that looks awesome. But I don't understand you guys that do snow, man. It's, you all are crazy. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, Certainly can, in a sense, agree with you in that because uh, I've made it uh, enough of a lifestyle where it's just kind of like 
what I do. Like, you know, you get up and you brush your teeth and you go about your day. And in the winter, (laughs) I get up and I go deal with snow and ice management. And so I don't even second guess it. But when I have to objectively think uh, outside my little box that I live in here, I I do, or especially as I'm discussing it, uh, uh, I know Brian and I did a podcast on, on his Fullerton Unfiltered podcast. And as I'm telling stories, I'm thinking like, man, I probably sound crazy to people because like you said, uh, um, it's not for the faint of heart. It's, I mean, it's uh, cold, it's dark. I mean, usually you guys go out the wee hours of the morning, your sleep's all irregular. It's freezing cold. There's the elements of the snow and the ice. Uh, to me, it's like, no thanks, but you guys are up there and you're doing it and you're making money. So I'm, I'm just kind of curious of, of how and why that you, you know, you well, pull it off. Well, for us up in Michigan, it becomes kind of a necessity, uh, um, I, I think if we had the luxury like yourself, we'd very likely, uh, most of us wouldn't mind mowing grass or cleaning up leaves or doing mulch or installing landscapes or what have you, uh, 12 months out of the year. But, uh, uh, as we mentioned at the beginning of this interview, that's kind of coming to a close here. And we're unfortunately into our last handful of, uh, maybe week or two of real good days. And, uh, uh, you had mentioned you were cold when you came up to uh, Entrepreneur Academy Live last year. And typically that's uh, kind of in the heart of when we're doing fall leaf cleanups here. But uh, just a few days after you flew back to Atlanta, uh, we actually got about a foot of no, snow. No, the day I flew, the day I flew back, because I stayed an extra day and I had just, I had uh, just got the, you know, that we're airplanes just flying out. And I'm looking out the window and then right after that, you know, I get back and I'm watching Brian's Instagram story and the, the ground was covered in snow. I'm like, whoa, I missed it by like a few hours. It was crazy. <laughs> well, you certainly got lucky because that, uh, that we typically don't get snow like that for about another month. Typically after December 1st, uh, that's when you're, uh, if you see a storm like that, you shouldn't be too surprised because that's kind of what's expected in southeast michigan but uh that showed up a whole month early and and so in turn we uh, there was like two or three weeks where we couldn't really do much uh in terms of getting people's yards cleaned up or things uh tidied up and put away and so we spent basically the month of december once the snow finally melted getting everyone's yards finally cleaned up so uh to say all that it's just it, it becomes kind of this necessity if you want to have continuity or cash flow to your business. Uh, um, we don't necessarily have the luxury of uh, being able to do the green uh, industry type work uh, that involves the planting and the mowing. So uh, in turn, it makes it a little harder. Like I know in your market, a lot of people enter into kind of a yearly agreement and pay a monthly flat rate, but you're able to kind of provide like services throughout the whole year. And here it's a little harder to sell that, at least on just the lawn and landscape side, if you don't provide snow, because uh, uh, people just, you know, they're not likely to pay their lawn bill in January when there's two feet of snow outside and it's 15 degrees. So for businesses that want to retain employees and have cash flow, uh, we get into the wild game of snow and ice management and then all the chaos that comes with it uh like you mentioned weird hours and 
cold temperatures, but uh, in turn, because uh, you have all those kind of, uh, uh, I don't want to say negatives, but uh, maybe perceived negatives of, uh, of what the industry in terms of snow and ice management can be, uh, the, the revenue that you can charge or uh, that you can make uh, um, is actually quite good uh, because there are all those barriers to entry. Uh. Paul returns with more of today's interview right after this word from our sponsors. Most small business owners are so tired, they just want to enjoy a little of their evening. However, most business owners go home and their bookkeeping from the day or week immediately demands their time. Unfortunately, because you can't give it your full energy or focus, it just sits there, untouched. It's costing you good cash flow, good decision making, and the peace of mind needed to serve your customers well. Because you are a busy business owner, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a full-service bookkeeping solution that is guaranteed to give you back your time and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us by going to www.gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no to new prospective clients or skipping parties you would have loved to attend, all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. We'll take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at www.gulfcoastbk.com. Hey everybody, it's Caleb with Almond Landscape here in beautiful Fairfield County uh, talking about the hardscapeacademy.com. It is our hardscape training website. We have training videos on there for retaining wall construction and paver patio construction. So check us out there at the hardscapeacademy.com broadcasting to you live from Fairfield County, Ohio. Echo Outdoor Power Equipment presents a lesson in power. The winds of a Cat 5 hurricane reach 157 miles per hour. An Echo Backpack Blower, 234 miles per hour. So, yeah, it'll clear a path. Power on and on. Echo. It's a little harder for Rick's mowing to become uh, Rick's plowing, if you will. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, one of the benefits of lawn and landscape is you can go pick up a Toro Time Master for a thousand bucks, get, you know, go to a Harbor Freight and get ramps for 55 bucks to the bed of your truck and you're in business. Um, you know, pick yourself up a, a blower and a weed eater for, you know, another 500 bucks a pop. You're 2000 bucks. You're, you're, you're making money. And then obviously you can in, in, enhance your setup over the days, but with snow plow, two grand ain't going to get you started. Like what, what exactly do you need? If you already have a, your heavy duty, you know, strong pickup truck from your lawn care landscaping business, what else do you need so that you can actually go out there and effectively plow that snow and make that dough? Well, to, to really get a return on your investment, uh, and that's kind of where the kicker comes in, is uh, uh, you're going to have to, and we'll get into it in here in a second, uh, uh, you know, spend all this upfront money to get yourself set up for something that may or may not happen. And when it does, you, you need to be very productive and, and efficient with your time to get it all completed in a timely manner versus like you said, if you go get a Toro time master and you're out there cutting grass, well, yeah, you can only mow so many lawns in a day, but you kind of have all week or all weekend or 
if it rains, you just come at the, and do it the next day. And that's all out the window with no nice management. So, yeah, in theory, you could go just with a shovel or, you know, a $500 or $1,000 snowblower, uh, $500 or $1,000 snowblower and, uh, you know, get out there and, and maybe just start doing some driveways or something. But you're, you're kind of going to cap yourself on revenue because you're either only going to physically be able to do so many with that type of a setup or it's a time issue. You, either you're going to spend so, so much time doing each site that, uh, after maybe 10 or 15, maybe 20 driveways with a snowblower, especially if they're a little bit sizable, uh, that's all you're physically going to be able to do, uh, between, uh, physical exhaustion and the cold. So, at that point, if you really want to get into it, now you're talking about, uh, if you already got the truck, you probably at least need to go get a snow plow for that. And those can range anywhere from four grand to 10 grand new. You might be able to get a little cheaper one used, but, uh, once again, the difference between lawn mowing and, and snow plowing is, you know, you could kind of milk along a used mower, I guess, if you, you had to, and if it sits in the shop for a day or two, it's unfortunate, but most people, uh, you know, maybe be understanding, And but it doesn't work like that in snow. So you need the reliability, and so in turn, you're, you're going to be drawn to the new equipment, and so you're making this sizable investment, and you got to ask yourself, well, who, who's really paying for this? Uh, you know, am I paying for this, or should I do the right thing and have my clients? Pay, be the one to pay for this. So in turn, uh, you also got to have all the work lined up to justify making those investments. Otherwise, um, all the money that you could have to ride through a winter and, and maybe relax, focus on how you're going to grow your landscape business. If you dump it all into snow and it doesn't snow or you don't price yourself profitably, uh, and, and I've seen this happen, unfortunately, you've got guys that then torpedo their business and, and and now they're spending the spring and summer months trying to dig themselves out of a hole instead of working towards their, their goals. So, uh, yeah, you're going to need uh, at least a plow and then uh, potentially, depending on the agreements that you get, uh, and, and if there's a lot of de-icing that happens in your market, then it may make sense for you to invest in either like a salt spreader or some type of liquid de-icer unit, uh, um, uh, just so once again, you can be efficient and, and actually, uh, service everyone in a timely and profitable manner. Yeah. And we'll get to those agreements. I'm, I'm curious how you structure your prices and if it snows, if it doesn't snow, all of that. But the other thing for guys listening, especially the guys I'm very sympathetic to that are in year one, it's like, Paul, I need money tonight. Like I got to pay these bills. So it might not even make sense to go out and spend all this money because then I'm going deeper in the hole and I need to be making money. But I know guys in Minnesota that will literally do like DoorDash and things like of that nature to just make money instantly. And then when the snow hits that, you know, you're, you're banking on that, but not, you know, kind of double dipping, if you will, because there are those days, uh, even up in the, the north where it still doesn't snow and the services aren't needed, but you still need that income coming in if you're in a desperate spot that you could always do a job on the side that's kind of a pick and choose job, like, you know, Uber Eats, DoorDash, something of that nature. And then the other thing that scares me, Michael, is, you know, I've talked to guys in Virginia and kind of that part of the equator where it's like some years it snows a lot, some years it doesn't really snow at all. 
And that's real dangerous because it's like you're you're counting on this to happen. And then what if it doesn't snow? So how do you do the pricing? I know grass, it's I mean, you know, every week it needs cut, or at least down here in Georgia, you know, weekly, that those blades of grass are gonna grow with the the sunlight and the water, but snow's unpredictable. So how do you do your prices uh, for your residentials, for your commercials? To, to save yourself if it doesn't rain, snow or if it snows like crazy? How do you navigate all of those variables? Yeah, that's a great question because like you hit on, uh, you can accurately forecast uh, what the scope of work is going to be for uh, a given site for the summer months, but it kind of becomes going to the casino, if you will, when uh, you get to the winter services, because you, you got to enter into some sort of a written agreement here, or at least you ought to, but uh, neither party really knows exactly what the scope of work truly is going to be until the season's over. So um, what we've done at, at my company is uh, in terms of our residential agreements, we have people uh, prepay for us to come uh, out five times. And that doesn't mean five storms. Uh, it says in the contract that if we get a big storm, we may need to come multiple times. But uh, uh, they essentially prepay, and we try and uh, set things up so that uh, – uh, that gives us some sort of a cushion and buys maybe some of our salt, if that's a possibility, just depending on how we need to structure that given year. And then um, all our commercial agreements, uh, those are per service. So per ton of salt applied, um, uh, so much for shoveling the walkway and so much for plowing the snow, but we use a dynamic pricing system on it. So, uh, what we'd, uh, um, shovel maybe or plow an inch and a half to four inches, uh, is going to be less than what we'd, uh, um, charge to do six to eight inches of snow. So that way we're recovering the amount of additional time and wear and tear in our equipment that we're going to spend on the site. Because, uh, if you've, and I know you haven't, but, uh, for our listeners that, uh, have plowed snow or even, just shovel the driveway at home, you know it takes considerably longer uh, if you get a foot of snow than if you get just a couple inches. So uh, it's important to recover those costs in my eyes as a business owner because uh, from my experience, uh, not personally, but just what I've seen professionally, uh, the guys that get bit, bit the most, it's not necessarily on a small residential driveway that they have to do uh, a lot more times than anticipated because we have a bad winter in terms of a lot of snow, but it's, it's the commercial, uh, uh, end of it where they, you know, sometimes that means extra hours or at the end of the year, even days of time that your truck was out there plowing and the wear and tear and the cost of cutting edges and, and, uh, you know, all the other components on the truck that, uh, uh, really get tore up from, from doing just the, 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 typical snow and ice uh, snow and ice management uh, service plowing that you do on a commercial site, uh, let alone if you get like a really bad or wet heavy storm, the extra wear and tear. So in my eyes, it's been important to recover those costs. And in turn, um, I, I've gotten very little kickback on that because at the end of the day, uh, people are getting exactly what they've paid for. Mm -hmm. They're not, uh, they're not taking a gamble in terms of like, well, I only pay an X and I hope this guy keeps showing up or 
me going, I can't believe it keeps snowing every day. We're, we're going to lose our butt on this contract. Uh, in turn, people, this is uh, an opportunity for very reliable, accountable service with my company. Um, but, uh, you know, we're going to be paid for exactly the scope of work that we've done. No more, no less. Awesome. Well, that makes a yeah. lot, that makes a lot of sense. Tell me, um, a little bit about those contracts. I know you, you have those available, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So I took all the agreements that my company, Bedell Property Management uses and made those available over at debtfreelandscaper.com. And, uh, this time of year we're, we're recording this in October, 2020, uh, uh, that's something that uh, we're certainly helping a lot of people out with right now is our uh, commercial snow contract and our residential snow contract and then the snow log that we have for people, uh, if it's necessary, to send off to their clients to document their services. Mm. And I know uh, our, our clients have really appreciated uh, us doing that over the years because uh, a lot of times, like we've touched on a couple of times, you're getting up at two or three o'clock in the morning and going and plowing or salting their their site and uh, they're in bed. They don't, you know, they show up and they see the results. They don't really know when you were there or, or what have you. So having that emailed out to them uh, uh, the day of service, that way uh, they can, when they get the invoice every couple of weeks for what the work's been done, they can just go through and uh, reconcile it with the snow logs and say, Oh yeah, these are all the times Michael and his guy was, were here and that uh, looks, looked good. Yeah. This is exactly what they did. This is what they build us for. And in turn, there's, uh, I hear a lot of guys arguing with people about, you know, oh, the guy said we didn't plow that much or we didn't really put down that much salt. But I, uh, other than telling people to document things better, uh, that's, really the only solution I can offer because uh, we don't really run into that with our clients. Uh, uh, they, they know we were there, then they have the documentation to prove it. So uh, um, we have all three of those available over at debtfreelandscaper.com. And uh, it's, it's really a joy to be able to help people out and, uh, uh, you know, professionally uh, position their business and uh, also, you know, make sure that there's a uh, agreement that's written in their favor that they're uh, using in these situations. Because unfortunately, so if you don't have an agreement, sometimes you get coerced into entering into someone else's and you may or may not be very familiar with what's in there. And I think that's unfortunately how some guys get burned, especially working with some regional or national companies that they maybe don't have a big back end relationship with. And, uh, um, the, the agreements, uh, can make or break you no matter how good of a job you actually did on the job site. So it's, uh, important stuff. Yep. That's good, Michael. I got two takeaways. Number one, you reminded me why I moved to Georgia, man. I'm glad that I, <laughs> I this is not a uh, problem I got to solve uh, that, that snow. But uh, number two, if you are getting into the snow game, definitely check out uh, Michael's contracts there. You, you want that safety and, and the fine print of um, the legal out, the legalese and just the experience that you have of figuring this out and, and able to construct that for the guys, whether they're residential or commercial snow removal, uh, Marty will put your link in today's show notes and uh, definitely get squared away with that. So uh, you do everything correctly. And like you said, your customer's not eating your lunch because you didn't structure things right. So I appreciate you helping people out with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then one other thing I can offer up for 
people that are, are new and looking to get into the snow and ice industry is our buddy Brian Fullerton over at uh, Launchpreneur. Uh, I think it's just Launchpreneur.com now. It used to be LaunchpreneurAcademy.com. He has some really great training programs, one of them being a snow plowing training program that I think is a, a good uh, complement to the agreements that we have. Uh, the agreements that we have will help you uh, professionally position yourself and, uh, um, you know, to get, get you at least a honest look from the clients and, uh, um, likely help you land the work, but then you got to know how to do the work. And that's where, uh, uh, Brian's offering really comes in hand. So, uh, um, I highly recommend that people take the time if they're looking to get into it, you know, guys, guys like Brian and myself, we had to just kind of get out there and figure it out on our own. We didn't have these awesome resources 10, 15 years ago, but, uh, you guys do. So I hope that you, uh, take advantage of it and, uh, uh, cut your learning curve down and in turn, you'll probably make a lot more money. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate you joining us, Michael. I look forward to seeing you on uh, probably see you around Friday, November 6th, and then uh, all day Saturday, November 7th uh, in Novi, Michigan. So make sure you guys get your tickets, uh, airplane tickets and all that, and uh, get ready to go to Novi on um, that uh, first weekend there of November. It's going to be wild with the election and then the Launchpreneur Academy Live. Just buckle up and be kind to people. And it's I'm, I'm looking forward to hanging out with the Lawn Bros uh, up there. So, and absolutely, and all of your coffee. Don't worry. Yeah, I like now. Listen, I I like the double double. Like you get two creams, two sugars. But I'm I actually have a goal right now. By by the election, I just picked that date. I just whatever. I want to have a six pack. So uh, not not a beer, but of um abs you know <laughs> and uh That's funny. so so anyway i've been working out man and i've been you know eating clean i just had a, a leg workout and i did uh, i ate um organic salmon and uh just really trying to eat healthy so anyway I, I, one of the things i had to cut out is sugar uh out of my coffee so don't don't be bringing me those uh sugar coffees but uh if you could bring a black one you know just the straight timmy hose coffee black that would be fantastic man Absolutely. So you, you think that Naylor is going to hold you accountable, uh, your uh, road trip that you got coming up here. Yeah. And, so and, uh, the guy who said, let's go get ice cream when you <laughs> hung out with him last is going to uh, be like, let's go to Whole Foods instead. Yeah, that was awkward because he I'm in the parking lot at the hotel and he comes in in his uh, truck and he's like, hey, let's go get Dairy Queen. I was like, no. And I was like, that's cool. Let's let's get our podcast done. I was all tired and stuff. And he's no, 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 let's go get Dairy Queen. I thought he was just trying to be like hospitable or polite. I was like, no, 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 let's sure, let's sure. get right into the podcast. And then finally he came clean. He's like, listen, I'm craving Dairy Queen. Get in my truck. We're going to Dairy Queen. So uh, he went there and then I caved in, man. I got, I forget what that thing is called. McFlurry or Blizzard or what's the Dairy Queen thing? Yeah, I think Dairy Queen is uh, Blizzard. I think uh, the McFlurry is a McDonald's thing, but they're very similar. Either way, they're they're both they both taste good and are not good for you. <laughs> All right, I watched one of these guys talk about everything at the McDonald's, like is a McFlurry, a McNuggets, and the, I, he. I, it was a funny joke. I forget the punchline, but it was it was pretty funny. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm hoping no blizzards. Um, we're going to Kansas City on Saturday, and uh, Natalie Albertson said she's taking us out to um, Kansas City barbecue. So I've never had that. I heard that's really good. 
So that will kind oh, of yeah. be my splurge. But other than that, I'll try to go to Chipotle and, and or stop by, you know, a place that has salad or whatever. But uh, no no sugar in the coffee, but, but I would certainly appreciate if you brought some because I'm flying into town, so I won't have my car this time. So I'm kind of stuck at the mercy of Fullerton's uh, taxi services, if you will. So... <laughs> Well, I'm sure uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get you scooted around town as needed. But yeah, I will definitely bring your coffee black this year and I'll just bring the Timbits for Payjack. Yeah, his, his Payjack will devour those. Man, so. <laughs> All right. Well, we appreciate it, man. And uh, I will be seeing you soon. So take care, my friend. Awesome. Yep. Take care, everyone. All right, friends, always good chatting with Michael Bedell. And if you're looking to get into plowing that snow and making that dough, you want to do it right. Check out those contracts that he has available and get everything structured appropriately to uh, really protect yourself up there in the uh, snow world. And uh, thanks again down in Florida to Golf Coast Bookkeeping for sponsoring today's episode. That's the bookkeepers that I personally use in my business. Really enjoy everything that Megan and Joey does for my business and uh, really help me to uh, make sure I'm as profitable as possible and have all my taxes in order. So make sure you take a look at the description of today's program. We'll have all these links in there to the Hardscape Academy, to Echo, to Launchpreneur Academy Live, where you can sign up there for the debt-free landscapers resources. And I'm also going to put my rate increase letter in there. Uh, This is a form that you can use. It's a plug and play to raise the price on your current customers. This is something as I listen to my audience that just happens to so many people where we start a job and it might not be as profitable as possible, or maybe it is profitable. We want to just stay ahead of inflation. Well, I have the solution for you with the rate increase letter. So we're going to hear a quick word from Jason in Washington, how he implemented my rate increase letter in his business and how it was successful. Hey guys, Paul with a cool story from Jason in Boney Lake, Washington, as he recently purchased my rate increase letter. And here's the story he shares. I had uh, one yard, I was charging $35 per cut and it was taking me an hour every single time I was uh, working on the yard. I uh, increased the rate uh, to $50 uh, per cut and she canceled on me initially. Called me back after a week to let me know that she's okay with the new rate and that she wanted me to keep, keep taking care of her yard. Well, Jason, thanks for sharing your testimony. And guys, if you want to raise the rates on your customers, you should check out my rate increase letter. It's a plug and play. Put your information in, email it to your customers, let them know you're raising your rates and why it's been very successful in my business for Jason up there in Washington and many others who have been using it. So check today's show notes. Marty will put the link there. Get that rate increase letter and raise those rates. Uh, Using that rate increase letter uh, was a fantastic decision for my business. 